Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Yeah, what is up? Hi. You guys, I have Leah from Real Housewives of New York on the podcast, finally. It's so good to see you. So good to see you, too. I've been obviously looking at all your pics on Instagram. We follow each other, so. I know, we're Insta friends. I really, just first and foremost, want to say that I loved you from the first episode. So whoever, like, loves you now, but, like, on the first episode didn't get it can like go suck it because first episode I can send you archives of my stories. And I usually am an anti new people person. I was like, yes, thank you. I appreciate that. You literally came onto real housewives this season and you changed the game. Really? That's how I feel. That's how a lot of people feel. Well, I just, I take that as such a compliment. Thank you. I appreciate that. We need to talk about Angel Marie, <laughs> who's like, I told Leah before we started, you're Paris Hilton with Tinkerbell slash Elle Woods and Elle Woods and? I don't know. I don't remember. I, I have not seen that movie in so long. And a I- meme was made about you and you couldn't go look it up. I should have done it. You know what? Maybe I'll watch Legally Blonde with Kiki this week or something. Let's do the last, you know, the last story you posted, I was cracking up. Cuomo just announced that people coming back from like high area with COVID states are going to have to quarantine for two weeks, which makes sense. This is my thing. We live in New York fucking city. We live on top of each other. There is no way that I mean, I know everyone had to change their lives, like, in the country, but New Yorkers really had to change our lives. Like, I look out my window onto Broadway, and it's still empty. You know, this isn't like, I get it, everybody's lives are affected, but it's such a stark contrast in New York. And 60% of the small businesses in New York will never reopen. We have done this, and we have sacrificed so much in this city to save people and to flatten the curve, which we've done. So when I see people that I work with prancing and galloping around on their Instagram in Florida, like nothing's going on, that pisses me off. But what pisses me off even more is that when the cases start to fucking surge where you are, you come back to New York City and you act like nothing's going on. And you don't have any respect for all the people who just 
lost their businesses, lost family members, are going through mental health issues, everything. It's such a big fuck you to everybody. I'm just, I'm flabbergasted, actually, that someone can be in the public eye and not know how to act in public like this. If you want to act like an asshole, just don't post it on Instagram. Why would you do that? <laughs> okay, so so I know that Avery and Ramona posted they were in Florida. That's so fucking crazy because it's so insane that people ran away from here. And by the way, for people not living in New York, people ran away. Like I've tried to understand how people can just up and move their lives and just be like, bye. And then you find out who's really rich. Cause like, that means they have a second home like during this time. Look, you know what? I could be other places. Like I was in long Island for the first five weeks. And you know what? I fucking hated it. Really? I want to be in New York. I want to be home. I want to be in my home, in my apartment. It wasn't like my second home. It's someone else's second home, but like, it's very nice. It's not my home, but it feels like home. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to be in the city. When 9-11 happened, I'm not running away from it. You know what I mean? And this is another catastrophe. I want to be here. I want to feel what's going on and I want to help rebuild it back up. It's crazy. You're a real city girl. Like you born and raised kind of? Born and raised in the city. We moved to Connecticut when I was 14, which I spent most of those years running back, running away from home, back to the city. And then I moved back to the city to the same building I grew up in when I was, I guess, 17. I think I was when I graduated from high school. I was 17 or maybe 18. Yeah. So since you're 18, you're living on your own in the city? Yeah. Well, I lived with my grandmother for like a couple of years. That's cray cray. And you never thought to go like suburban life, like car backyard? No, because I like lived in Connecticut for the couple of years. And I think it like was so like, I hated it so much because of like the age I was when I moved. Mm. That I was like, oh, I'm never leaving New York. Even though during this, I have been like, wow, not because of New York, but because of the people that like run New York. I'm like so disgusted with it that Part of me is like, wow, I don't like want my money to go into your pockets. Like, I don't want to pay my taxes to you guys, you know? But at the same time, I'm probably never going to leave. Never going to leave. I don't know if I feel the same way. I got back after just two days away, which is like not enough. But back to like the elevator and like the masks and no outdoor space. And it's just, I mean, you can't have the best of both worlds. And New York is amazing most of the time, but certain, like, like the patheticness of being a New Yorker in the summer and the best you can fucking do is lay on the fucking grass in Central Park. Yeah. It's living in New York is not for people who like the summer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's 95 degrees and humid and the the trains are about 115 degrees. Right. The winters are like zero degrees. And (laughs) no, it's not like it's, it's for tough people. It's for tough people. And you're a true New Yorker also with like your attitude and everything. And I told you when you came on Roni, like the first episode, I was like, hell yeah. And I just thought, cause Tinsley basically seemed like the connection that brought you on. Right. And I loved how you brought out like such a different side of Tinsley. I feel like. That's cool. Yeah. I know a lot of people say that. I like that. I mean, just numbers wise, you both, Tinsley too, but you even more are younger than the rest of the cast. So like, even though we can all have older friends, younger friends, like it's not like you'd be besties with them. 
No. And look, I, I mean, Kiki's dad is 12 years older than me. Like I'm friends with all his friends. Like I have much older friends. I have women in my life who are in their fifties who are, you know, who I've been friends with for a long time. So, and then I have young people that I'm really good friends with. So I really, you know, I don't like, I'm not biased that way, but do I hang out with a group of women in their fifties and sixties? Typically? No. Yeah. Typically no. Things that I do that they don't understand. Like having tattoos. <laughs> like having a tattoo, right. Like we need to talk about that because that was, I think only this season, I think because of you, you sort of were this like mirror in their face of like, not like you're old, but like kind of like, you know, we always thought of these women as like hip New Yorkers, like they go out, they meet guys. But then you come along and you're like, you kind of like sh- shined a light and showed that they're not that cool and hip because tattoos were a huge deal, which like my mom is 64 and like she loves every single one of my tattoos. Like she, they were approved by her. You know, I feel like I was like, oh, should I get this dumb star? And she was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like, oh yeah. Oh, your mom sounds great. Your Just sunglasses have ruined. Definitely not happy with any of my tattoos though. Your sunglasses have ruined our lives. Oh my God. Wait, that's right. Your mom, like want your mom, you got the sunglasses for your mom. Now I remember we were DMing about this and the, the color wasn't right. She wanted to make sure it was right. your mom's. I want Leah's. <laughs> I want Leah's. She sent me your picture. Where are you guys from? Well, we grew up in the Bronx in Riverdale, if you know it. So you were like New York too. Right. I love saying the Bronx and not Riverdale though. So then people think I'm hardcore. <laughs> the BX. Yeah, the BX. Yeah, Riverdale, the boogie down. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Rita, my dermatologist, also is from Riverdale. We were like just talking about it. I was just with her. And so we were talking about Riverdale. We oh, right. You you went to the dermatologist with the face mask. Well, I mean, you take it off when right in the office. Yeah, of course. And then oh she, you know, this and the- oh right. They wear the shields. Yeah. Okay, so Leah's style on this season has been really impeccable and amazing. Depending on who you ask. <laughs> and every time you have really cool sunglasses, but you're wearing one that was like purple. And then my mom sends me the picture the next day and she's like, I need these glasses. And it was Mother's Day coming up. So we're really sweet. And we found out who the glasses are made by. Oh, you posted it. And we asked the guy. We were like, we right. want Leah's. And he was like, this is the one. <laughs> so then we get the glasses and she tries them on and they're gorgeous. Like the shape is gorgeous. Like, yeah, it's like, so good. they're so good. And she's like, it's not Leah's. And she made us talk to them. You know, they're like a small boutique in like Canada or something. Yes. It's my friend's brand. He actually started by selling all vintage sunglasses, like to everybody, like Amber Rose, Kanye, like everybody, like everyone would go to him and he had the, best vintage collection. Then he started, he came out with his own brand. You're such a good model for it. Cause you, the whole time, like, I feel like every sunglasses you have are like kind of his design. I have so many of his. Yeah. I mean, it's also great. Cause I'm like, Oh, if I like didn't have time to put eye makeup on, I can just throw them. Right. And usually they don't film with sunglasses. Yeah, I wore them a lot. I mean, I didn't really notice how much I wore them until (laughs) I was watching the show and was like, I wear sunglasses a lot. I know you wore them a lot. So anyway, long story short, we ended up 
you know, returning them and getting Leah's color. And, and she's very happy with them now. So you have really, really good style. And so the first scene that was kind of showed the contrast between you and the women was the tattoo scene. In the Hamptons. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about it. It was, I mean, look, I know someone was just recently saying, you know, you're, you've been so nice to them. You haven't like gone off on them. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I'm like at this, you know, I'm at Ramona's house. I just met her once. Like I'm here to make friends. I'm not gonna, you know, I was in shock a little bit too about the whole tattoo thing. <laughs> I was definitely questioning like, is this, is this real? And I'm yeah. like, this is real. Like, this is real. Like, this is real. And I actually didn't look, I hadn't watched the show since like, the season when Luann and Tom were like, he was like cheating on her or whatever. Like, I don't know what season that was. That was like a while ago. It was before Tinsley was on, I think. So I hadn't watched it in years, you know? And I guess I hadn't really thought about it so much. Like our, you know, I, like I hadn't thought about like how different the restaurants are that they go to versus the ones I go to. I guess it's like a simple way of putting it, you know? Yeah, that was, wait, it says your name on your, on your tattoo. What on my arm? Wait, what was the one they were? Tramp stamp. That was the big one, the tramp stamp. Well, the thing is, Sonia really threw me off because she was like, oh, I'll never have sex with you because you have tattoos. And I'm like, I thought you were like this, like self-proclaimed slut. Like you're gonna, like you're not having sex with guys with tattoos, and then like she's just saying this to like neg me. Yeah, she's like, oh, people with tattoos have like diseases and stuff, and I was like really fucking like pissed off. But I kind of just was like, I'm just keeping my cool. Just I kept my cool. I think because you said people are like, how are you so nice? And that's so it's such an interesting thing because you have an attitude, you're outspoken, you're not afraid to say what you think, yet you weren't causing drama about shit that so easily you could have been like, like you were very respectful. I remember even getting pissed, you know, the episode where you had to fucking beg for your sister to come. I was like, if I have to see Leah like beg and be so nice when Ramona was being so bitchy about it, when I read, when I like watched it, I'm like, wow, I was clearly like blackout, like clearly like, and Ramona picked that time to tell me and her and Sonia were like, he, 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 we're going to go tell her that her sister can't come while I was having a mental breakdown. I'm like, how do you think this is going to go guys? You know, when I'm like rewatching it, I'm like, then you're going to get mad that I'm like crying and like throwing like flowers or like whatever. I, first of all, I told my sisters, I have two sisters and I tagged them and I was like, be like Leah. Like you cried for your sister. She better appreciate. You were like, I mean, people need to understand, like I was with you, but at the same time to them, they're like, this is the girl's trip. And by girls, they mean like the cast, you know, and they were thrown off basically that you wanted to bring your sister. But I thought it was so sweet that you wanted her there so much. Yeah, I didn't want, cause I didn't want to go on that trip. Like I just spent like a whole like weekend, like with these women, like telling me that like my tattoos are terrible and shit. You know what I mean? Like I didn't really feel like doing a whole overnight thing again without mental support. Do you think you would be able to do it that the show, I mean, I know now Tinsley left, but looking back was Tinsley a point of comfort because like you knew her and you know, she's like, no, no, I no. It's not that she wasn't a point of comfort. It's just like, it's a little different, like Tinsley and my sister. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Tinsley totally like helped 
me like ease into the friend group. You know what I mean? She completely like helped me. And like, also this is the other thing with Tinsley. Tinsley doesn't have a mean freaking competitive, like weird girl vibe. Like, you know, when like girls can be so fucking weird sometimes she doesn't do that at all. I can tell. She's just not like that. And it's great. She's just not petty. She's not like that. She actually is, and I hate the word classy, but like she really is. Like she is. I think that's what kills some of the other women about her. Like she is truly that. I could always tell that Tinsley, like she's harmless as like, obviously, but that she's, I mean, she also like you has, even though they put her through the ringer, remained like respectful, never never, I, w- I want to say stoop to their level because there are fucking moments where, you know, Dorinda fucking came for Tinsley, especially the season. And I, this is again, one of the points of season where I was like, why does Dorinda care about Tinsley's relationship with Scott? Oh, I still don't know. Like, I guess I still don't know. I mean, even me I, and I love Dorinda, but like I was even trying to tell Tinsley and like Dorinda knows this, like Tinsley, like tell Dorinda to shut the fuck up. Like Dorinda will respect that more you know because that's the language she's speaking Mm -hmm. to speak that language and but that's just not her personality no it's not and then I realized that like she's not going to do something that's not makes that that doesn't make sense for her she's being true to herself you know yeah so my my thing was like would you be able to mentally like your mental health is probably great if you're able to you know just go for a weekend to the Hamptons with these women have them come for you, remain pretty strong and like not break. Like, I feel like it's hard on on a soul to like feel people, they did not like you, but feel like going alone on on a weekend with people that aren't like great friends of yours is stressful. And then having them kind of all come at you for something like you, you're pretty strong to endure that and then, and then keep going. So that's what I meant with Tinsley is like, was her being there like, could you imagine doing it without her, without someone that you know and trust? Well, I mean, Tinsley left already. Right. So I do the whole rest of the season without oh, her. right. Yeah. Right, it's coming back this season. It was oh. fine. It was fine. It was fine. So how did you feel about her leaving? You know, obviously, I was so bummed, but I'm also, I was so happy for her because... That's what you wanted. That's what she wanted, you know? And obviously, like, look at that dinner at that Mexican restaurant we were at. Like, I made the toast. And also, like, I made the toast for her because it's like, you don't make a toast to yourself. You know, they're like, why didn't Tinsley make that toast? I'm like, because I'm toasting to Tinsley. Like, what's she going to toast to her and her Scott's relationship? I'm toasting to her and Scott's relationship. Right. But then, like, obviously, Dorinda didn't want to hear it. And then even Ramona was like, oh, well, I'm finally in good graces with Dorinda, so I'm just going to follow along. And then Sonia just ignored her. Like, who would want to fucking hang out with them after that, you know? So can you blame her for, like, hauling ass to Chicago? I'm not blaming her. No, of course. And again, I feel like that shows a lot of, first of all, she knows what's important to her. And more than the show, it's it's finding someone to be with and, and Scott and everything. Tinsley doesn't care about attention, fame, this, that. She doesn't give a fuck about that. First of all, she's been getting that since fucking for a very long time. Yeah. Like, do you remember? Like, I don't know how old you are. But I, like, probably not. Okay. But anyway, in early 2000s, like, since I can remember, Tinsley was like in the New York Post. The socialite ran this, that, like, 
walking the runways for different shows during fashion week. Like she's not. So you know her from that, like from like social. Of course I totally remember her and like knew of her back in the early two thousands when she was like modeling, like I was at a Heatherette show. I mean, I don't even know when that was maybe 2004 or something or 2003. And she was like walking the runway in it. So how did you connect and become friends? Basically through another friend. Cause it's funny. Cause at the beginning you're like, Oh, I don't see the, like the connection so clearly, yeah. but then you kind of do throughout the, the rest of this half of the season, how you, you kind of instill in like some coolness in her. Cause she is, I mean, she took off her, she got naked in the pool where Tinsley was a person who wouldn't even show off her body in a bikini in like past seasons. You liberated her. She has a beautiful body. Wow. Thank you. That's great. She does. Yeah, she's so beautiful. I'm having flashbacks of your cheeky torches right now. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when you like when you get that drunk, you black out like you don't remember? That I totally remember. That. Okay. Yeah, but like Newport, like I hadn't eaten anything and I was like totally just on a fucking like destructive wild. Like I was just in like my fuck it mode. Wait, do you have a high tolerance or is it low? Like I am not understanding. What, for alcohol? Yeah, because on one hand you haven't eaten so that you're drunk, but the same way you were drinking a lot. Yeah, I mean, I probably like, yeah, I drank a lot that night. I don't know if it's high or low. I'm not sure. I don't have any. Like if you drink two glasses of wine, are you like starting to get drunk or is it like a bottle? No, it's definitely a bottle. <laughs> so it's so pretty yeah, high. I, I haven't drank in like three months or something. Mm. And like, I have like, I don't know. I drank maybe once in January. I don't know. Like, you know, I spent so many years not drinking, you know, my, most of my adult life for nine years from age 27 to 36, I didn't drink at all. So I'm much more comfortable living in that. Yeah. You know, because like I have much more practice living and dealing with life without alcohol. Like everyone basically like got to see me and I didn't start drinking because the show, I started drinking before I was even like cast for the show. Oh, okay. Why did people think that you started drinking for the show? Yeah. I think like if it was the edit or whatever it is, or people were like, oh my God, she broke her sobriety for the show. And it's like, no, I didn't. I broke my sobriety way before the show. And it was a very, you know, it's a personal choice and it was something I have no regrets doing, but basically people were watching me kind of just learning to like, or trying to learn or whatever, having just going nuts. I mean, all of the above with alcohol again, because it's been so long. And so, and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, I'm fine, which is the most annoying part of everything. You know, I was, I was definitely hungover, but I just put in like deal with those bitches in my face. Like, how are you feeling? Like, (laughs) it's the worst. Even in my nine years when I wasn't drinking, I obviously, all my friends are still drinking. It's not like I'm not hanging out with them or not going out still. And if my friend did some crazy shit the night before, I would be the last person to ever judge, judge ever. I mean, that's just like the worst shit. Like how much more Karen can you be? (laughs) But can I just like, that's, it's so insane again to watch the show and, and see you, first of all, you're a funny drunk and you weren't being mean to anybody. No, I was just trying to listen. If they had never told me and look, I know it's annoying to be around someone who's like way more turned up than you. Like I get it. And that was me that night. 
but come on guys, you know, it, it would have gone much differently had they not been like, she can come, she can't come, she can come, she can't come. They were driving me freaking insane. And then, I mean, even you said you watched the show, like not maybe the last seasons, but for all of us who watch all the seasons, like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Like they've gotten so much more shit face than you and their shit faceness brought out you know, being mean to each other, like bring shit up about each other, calling each other, you know, sluts and mention it all and, and fights. And I mean, the berserkshires happen when they're all super, you know, so if you're like a harmless drunk and you're having fun and you're, and you're dancing on Sonja, then whatever, what do they care? Exactly. But you know, I think everyone was really, not everyone, a couple of the women, maybe just one, they're just really looking for anything. Ramona tried to get me kicked off the entire show that weekend. Oh my God. She really has some shit with you. You know, do you think it's as plain as like your mom would say she's jealous? Probably. (laughs) No, probably. I can't think of any other reason why I'd be held to such different standards than everybody else. Unless she just sees me as like, I mean, again, I'm the tattooed one. I'm the one with a smaller apartment. I'm the one with that lives downtown with the graffiti. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe she just doesn't, maybe she thinks she's like above me or whatever. I'm not, I'm not really sure, you know, but it all plays out in the second half of the season. It only gets worse. Oh my God. It, it's beyond. I mean, the things that happen and the things that, have, that are said to me are beyond. Oh my God, Leah. And that explains kind of like the social media stuff between you guys, right? There was something with like her daughter posted something. Yeah. Can you tell me what that was? She just, she posted like a video of me from the Rhode Island thing. Like she's like, they're watching. She's like, mom, I'm so embarrassed for you. I'm just like, you're like 12 years younger than me. Your mother's like 30 years older than me. So me and you are more like closer in age. Right colleagues than I am with her. So you don't want it with me. Like I'm not, I'm not going to just not say anything back, you know? Did you get shit for that? Like that you called her out? No. Really? From who? No, not from like people who matter from like followers and people blowing up your DMs. I think people were extremely happy that I didn't let like someone walk all over me and like talk a bunch of shit about me. The thing is, it's just, it's it's hypocrisy. Like, okay, maybe like the women, like were all these well-behaved like ladies who lunch or whatever, but that's not the case. Like we're not, you know. You're not on Southern Charm also. I've never watched that, but I mean, this is not like, you know, I know that they think they're high society. I know Ramona thinks she's very high society, but you know, that's a joke. Obviously, but that's why I thought maybe other because you're saying there's only one person, and okay, maybe Ramona. Obviously, there's more that happened that we know, and we'll see more. And also behind the scenes, probably there was more. But I don't know. Luann was being bitchy too. She was being bitchy behind my back. That's I, what I was gonna say. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that was going on until I watched it. But I also think that she just likes to play every side of things mm. like I'm seeing kind of, you know, but, but she did, she had my back. Like, you know, there were things that they didn't show or whatever, like in Rhode Island where she was helpful because it mm. was difficult. That was obviously not an enjoyable trip for me. Yeah. The, the times I told you that I was yelling at my screen were times where, I mean, Ramona was kind of treating you like 
a guy who like tells you he likes you, but then is a dick to you. Like, cause like, it's like, she's being a bitch to you. And then she's like, but I feel like your mother, you know, Leah, like come, come in for a hug. It's a lot of gaslighting. It's a lot of gaslighting. But you at moments felt like you were buying it. Like you were you, that oh, you a hundred percent. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I was very like trusting, I think like, yeah. I know watching it back, I am like, oh, wow, I got over that quick. You know, I think I just, I'm throwing in the towel. Like, I just want to freaking try to enjoy myself. Yeah. And you, because she said that you were bringing up like triggering childhood. Oh my God, that was, that was, well, first of all, I didn't know that she was lying about that. Like, like Luann called it out. Like, Ramona, you're lying about that. And when Wait, someone what do you mean? When did Luann call it out that she's lying about it? Luann was like, oh, bullshit. You don't even remember anything from last night. You were blackout drunk. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and that was, like, really, like, disturbing that someone would use their... Also, like, you're 63. I'm sorry. It's time to, like, move on. But also, why? Like, you being really drunk? Like, she's never seen someone drunk before? Did Sonia give you the same flashbacks when we were in the orchard last week? Was she making you think of your alcohol? But, but, but I remember, Leah, you like cried and you felt so bad. You know, I felt terrible when she told me. I didn't realize that she was being very manipulative. That's insane. That's a thing with you. That I feel like that why people love you so much. And, and I'm sure you feel it too, like on social media and everything is because like, Again, you're outspoken. You say what you think. You're, you you get drunk. You're like fuck you, whatever. But at the same time, you it shows that you have a big heart and that you're actually trying to be cool with them. Like you don't have. You're not coming in trying to be like the villain or like the new. You know what I mean? You're that's not me. I've always been outgoing, friendly. I like having friends. I like people. Like I try not. Like I have friends that are like all different from each other and. I'm open. I try not to be judgmental. Of course I am. Sometimes I'm human, but so it wasn't like, I'm just going on, going on there and being myself. I'm not trying to be right. Prove anything to anyone. I don't feel like I have anything to prove. I don't have to prove anything to anybody. You really don't. And another couple situations that come to mind with, you know, the, the contrast between you and the women too, is like when Luann came to your apartment. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't marry accounts. Like, Wait, did, did she say anything to your face or was it only? I mean, I was definitely like getting weird vibes. But yeah. I don't care. And also like I had the worst sinus infection like of my life. Yeah. How was everyone hanging out with you? I was like, <laughs> I was so, I had the worst sinus infection. I had an ear infection and a sinus infection, but I, I was too busy thinking about my health and like trying yeah. to. Like if this woman that I, you know, is judging my freaking apartment that like costs me freaking out the ass to like pay for, like, give me a, give me a break, you know? Oh, you own your apartment. No, I don't. But still mm. like rent. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm like, come on, bitch, leave me alone. Yeah. First of all, it looks like you have a gorgeous apartment and I love that you're I actually moved to another apartment in the building. I did upgrade <laughs> because that's because we're home so much now. I know. I couldn't even imagine what if Kiki's not in school next year? Like we needed two bathrooms. We needed two way bigger bedrooms. Like, you know, so it was time. But you came across as so like humble and not in like, you know, you're slumming it. Obviously. <laughs> I hope people know that's not <laughs> you're slumming it in the financial district with all the hobos and you know, skid row. You're in skid row. <laughs> but 
I mean, that is, that's what I'm trying to say. I know it sounds repetitive. It's like how big, because like we were talking about, I live on the Upper East Side, but like, it's not the Upper East Side that used to be like, even where, cause I think I know where Ramona lives, by the way. I like, I, I know exactly where. Um, and I walk by there all the time. And it, also the Upper East Side is not what it used to be. Like a lot of young people live here. A lot of young families. It's much more affordable now than even like the Upper West Side. Like it's not this like bougie central, like she, she it's not. It's not. Obviously things change, you know, when I was going to school up there, like even when I went to school up there, I remember like my dad, people are going to get mad that I say this, but me and my dad were like driving around. I grew up in Chelsea. It was like the heart, first of all, it was like gay Mecca. Right. Center still is but like imagine in the 90s and like in the late 80s like from when I remember just like drag queens like walking down the street and like you know it was amazing it was fucking cool and then I'd be like going to school up there and I remember my dad like I don't know if we were like in a car or cab or what I go it's just boring up here and he's like that's because there's no culture yeah yeah that's why but you know whatever there's a lot of beauty in the Upper East Side. There's a lot of beauty in all different neighborhoods in New York City, but it's definitely not what it was. And we know that in Tribeca is actually the most. Yeah, I was going to say like Gramercy, like there's so like I lit, I moved to the Upper East Side because like it was more affordable than than other areas. And, and it's nice, but like people need to understand that are not from New York. And also things are not, that's what I'm saying. Like the way tattoos aren't for like hoes, you know what I mean? Like it, there are a lot of things People that are non-tramps have tramp stamps. Okay, so... Britney Spears has a tramp stamp. My, that's my queen. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor Brit Brit. I know, but maybe, I don't know, she seems happy with Sam. No, I feel like she's... Whatever medication she's on right now, I feel like it's not the worst. She's not, like, a zombie. She's... I know, it's she, a whole... It's a, it's a whole thing, but that's... a. Again, Leah's you're you're so I I'm I'm gonna throw up on myself, but you're woke, you know. <laughs> I actually like hate that word. Though. I hate I, it too. I hate. I feel like people like have like like co opted that word and made it into something so lame. So when I someone it. I get comments like people are like you're woke, I'm like don't call me that. Stop. I know. I know. That's what. That's why I told you. I said I'm gonna throw up on myself. But like that's the word people are using to describe people today that are knowledgeable about what's going on that are, which you are galore about coronavirus and also about BLM. You know, I read a lot of stuff. I mean, I just, I read a lot. Like, not necessarily, I just read, it's not like I'm only reading like CNN and Fox. Like I read, like I keep my political, like I try to like read like Politico and The Hill and like, I like The Intercept, but I also, I do like The Federalist. People are like, you write for The Federalist, you're evil. I'm like, first of all, I've never written for The Federalist, but like, I read the website. I read all sorts. I read left websites. I I read right websites. Like, I read a spectrum of things because how else will you get to fucking put an opinion together? Right. Anyway, I try to keep alert and aware of what's going on. I mean, sometimes I'm like, why do I, why am I doing this to myself? Maybe ignorance is bliss, right? I mean, there is some, some parts of that are true. And you've been very vocal about BLM and you attended protests and. You know, I have to say like this, this round, I wasn't really attending. I did go to one and I was showing my support, but I did. And I was very adamant about it back. And I think it was 2014 when, to my knowledge, when I first learned about it or whatever, and I was like, so like psychotic about going and like being like in the rain and I was going like all the time. And, you know, I think it's just, it's a necessary reckoning that's going on. Do you feel now that you have, I'm going to say another word, I'm going to vomit on myself. 
a big platform. Did you feel like responsibility or was it just like, I feel this way, I'd post about it? Or did you feel? I can look back in my Instagram from a long time ago when I had less followers and I was posting about that stuff. You know, yeah. I had my own incident with the NYPD. And look, but now I'm just like, obviously, like, you know, I have a bigger platform. There's a different way to communicate to a bigger group of people the things I feel or whatever. And I, you know, no matter what I say, some people are going to like it and some people aren't. And like, some people are like, oh, but does that mean you're like, you don't care about police lives and police people? And I'm like, no, police lives or whatever. And I'm like, no, of course. Like I care about every life, but like, we're just, we're talking about and we're focused on something that's right. you know, the black community. So anyway, there's obviously, I mean, I try to think of everything and talk about everything with nuance. It's hard to do that with Instagram sometimes, obviously. Yeah. Like it's just a picture and like a caption and then people just fucking going psycho in comments. So, but that's, so again, the word is gross, but you are being woke. And again, as opposed to a lot of your other castmates who maybe posted like the black box, but I mean, Ramona had a little bit of a, she did a little comment, all lives matter. Do you think it's like ignorant on her part specifically? Is it like, what what's going on there? I don't, I don't know. I think that like, we also can't expect people who have been like living a certain way and everyone's been watching them on TV, living a certain way. They've been get, like, getting celebrated for living a certain way. They've been rewarded for living a certain way. You can't expect people, oh, now you want them to be different. And right. you're going to them for like the way that you were applauding for them. Like before, like it doesn't make any sense, you know, but I think that the all lives matter thing is very insensitive and I don't know what she was thinking. I'm not her. I can't speak for her, you know, but I think that navigating through what we're going through right now and that on top of like trying to navigate it on social media and right. like, it's very difficult. I know because people are like, I didn't want to post that black box, but I felt like I had to, you know? sucks because like not everyone knows exactly how to be savvy on social media right, or if you don't post the black box like does that, that mean does that mean you're the enemy or you're right insane you know like i didn't post the black box i didn't know? either i actually heard that the black box idea was created by a trump supporter i mean look that could have been a whole like i know i get into the conspiracy theory kind of times so i also love those but it could have been like a fucking like idea from Russia sent to make us all crazy because like that day was like a voting day. And instead of the voting going viral or like something that made people knowledgeable about the voting day go viral, we had a black box go viral. Yeah. It was a confusing and I didn't post it either. And my thing was like, okay, I'm not going to post my normal content, but I also don't want to flood Instagram with like a black box. And my thing was like, I thought the point was maybe to just amplify the black voices and, and have only people of color be posting that day and, or, or people that are posting vital information to what's happening now and not like dumb, stupid, regular day shit. But it is, it's a hard place to maneuver, even though, again, it sounds like, what was me, like an influencer? No, but it's like, you know what? Instagram obviously has like created of such a vapid way of like for us to like, it's like it created this like vapid lens to like for us to look through. And how do you do that when you're talking about a social justice movement? Like how do you even like, it's the opposite, like social media, like Instagram and like a social justice movement, like literally like what the fuck does that have to do with each other? Right. So people were also saying like, Oh my God, Sonia's not, Sonia's harmless. Sonia is like the least like 
bigot or anything like this. Like she's such a like open, loving, like person. You know, I was just complaining about her saying that stuff to me about the tattoos, but she posted a picture of herself with the ice cream and someone DM me like, can you please yell at her for this? Like, no, why would I do that? Like, yeah. Like standing on a corner eating an ice cream cone. God bless her. Like, why does she have to post something like about this every single freaking day? Like, it's right. not realistic. Like, also, people are going to start being quiet and not saying anything if you attack them all the time. I actually posted a story that says exactly that. I'm like, you want people to say shit, but then you attack them if they don't say it the way you want them to say it. But were you feeling that, or you were saying that you? Like were most of your the the comments you were getting and the feedback of support, or were you getting some shit too? It's like people were like some people were mad because I posted um not I mean I'm talking about like three comments like most people some people were like you're posting cop ganda like because I posted like one of the main police dudes in New York like kneeled with these kids oh, and, like, yeah you're not allowed to do that either hugging. And people were like, this is fake. He was mad. Like three people said that. I'm like, you know what? Like, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not down with this. Like, let's villainize every single person. Right. When you make these sweeping generalizations about a group of people, that's so problematic. Yeah. And that's why we're in this fucked up situation that we're in right now. Like, it's because of these extreme ways of doing things. Yeah. Know? And really negative rhetoric. Hello, this is what Trump does all day long. It's like, and that's why we're having it. Everything's a reaction, you know? So people were mad about that. People were mad like that. I posted the Atlanta mayor, Keisha Bottoms saying like, don't loot. People are mad. This woman saying don't loot. Like, yeah, people are mad. I've heard a store owner in New York, which is amazing, right? He was saying he's not upset. His store got, you know, broken into and vandalized because he understands that without, you know, uh, some destruction, there's no, you know, progression. I was like, really, dude? But amazing of you like that you can afford I'm not I don't believe that I think he probably felt like he had to say that Mm. I think that look when I watch videos of the Chanel store and the Rolex store getting broken into do I give a shit of course not the stores in the Bronx that are owned like mom and pop shops being violated and destroyed by people that live in that neighborhood to me that is not any way to do anything and no one can tell me any different Leah you're saying you're gonna get comments about everything you're gonna say you know, don't destroy people's ship. You're going to be like, you can't say that. It's like one thing or the other. Like if I, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, from both sides, like I'm not like one way or the other enough for people. So, but you don't give a shit. You're going to post whatever you want to post and you're not trying to appease like anyone. I don't think so. No, (laughs) like maybe when I posted that thing, that's so hard to do. No, no. Right. Because you are being yourself. You're being vocal about, you know, even your political leanings. Right. Whatever they are. I'm so politically homeless. I, I, t- I posted a meme about like a t- funny Trump meme. And I remember getting unfollowed like a thousand people that day. And I was like, oh, OK. You know, it, it if happened. If we can't make light, if we can't laugh at a dark situation, then we're fucked, you know. So, yeah. Well, I want to know if you're asked back for next season, mm-hmm. would you go back? I'm thinking about it. We'll see what happens. Really? I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will. I would, you know, whatever. Of course. Like, I think I'm watching how the rest of the season plays out, you know, but overall, it's a good experience. It's a good experience. Like, of course. Absolutely. Because I was thinking throughout the entire season from episode one, I was like, damn, she would really get along with Bethany. Like, I feel like you guys would be cool. But then I wasn't sure. And I was like, I, when I talked to you, I have to ask you, like, if you had to think about it, do you think if Bethany was still on the show, she'd be like in your corner? I 100% think so. I think so too. I hope so. Who's yeah. Ramona's corner? Is she? 
<laughs> but Dorinda, is she kind of the closest to you from all the women? Probably. Mm-hmm. And at some points I thought your connection was really, really cute. And I'd be like, oh, that's really cute. Like, cause she did defend you and she was saying like enough, but not like at every moment. Do you know what I mean? There were some times where I felt like she could have. Really? Yeah. Like when, like at the dinner or something? Yeah. Like at the dinner with the guys at the bar. Okay. Everyone was so drunk that night. I know I really like kind of everyone was watching me being drunk, but everyone was extremely intoxicated that night. I don't think most of them even knew what happened really until they watched. And also, and also what happened? (laughs) I don't know what happened. I don't know. I was running around the table. Like I I was going to say, like, I watched it and I don't know what happened. (laughs) But Tinsley even told me, she's like, I didn't really know what happened until I watched it. (laughs) Because it was like the guy, you know, the fucking asshole guy. That guy was so gross. Like, of course, like that's like who like, they're like off talking to. They want to sit down. He was such a, freaking rude piece of shit to me and Sarah. Oh my God. So rude. And you were so confident. You were like, we're going to go over. I know. Hot and young. Your fucking problem. I'm like, okay, psycho. Like you obviously like hate women. Chill. And then it turns out he actually does. So wait. And what about pita chip? Which I found whom I found. (laughs) Did I, can you confirm? No one's going to remember my story. Now you have to tell me if that's him. You totally found him. Yeah. I asked my husband, my husband's Israeli. So first I was like, Oh, that's so funny. I was so like, he, he probably knows. The well, spot. no, but my brother-in-law is Israeli and he's here for also many years. So I asked him too. I needed to know because I thought that I knew all the Israeli places because I'm Israeli. So I was like, is it Rogoni from Hummus Kitchen? I was like in my, because <laughs> <laughs> I, when you're Jewish and Israeli, you think, you know, every, every pita place. <laughs> It's kosher too. So it's like next level Jew. Like it's like very, it's like Orthodox are in there and everything. Like, you know, I love a good pita. I'm, I'm going to order, do you know Nishnash? No. So I saw you post that the other day. I was going to say you love Israeli food. Love Nishnash. I'm going to order from Nishnash. Sure. <laughs> you love Israeli food. Wait, is pita chip still happening? We're friends. We actually, it's so funny because I ran into him twice today on the street. Like we were both jogging and then I ran into him again on the street. Like a, a few hours later, it's very random. We're, su- we're maybe going on a jog tomorrow. Just as friends, we're friends. We're cool. Believe me. I had like girls DMing me like, um, excuse me. I know who that is. And when were you dating? Cause I want to make sure it didn't overlap. I hit him up like, okay, player. Oh my God. So I wasn't the only one who found out who he is. <laughs> Yeah, well, these were like girls that have, were dating him at some point, and they wanted to make sure that like we weren't dating at the same time. We weren't. But how are you? Are you on the dating scene? Are you on apps? Are you? Are I'm on Hinge. Like I actually have like the woman one turned on too because I'm like whatever. <laughs> like let's see. I don't let's know. Let's see. But I don't. I just it's I'm not. What you're not logging in and swiping. Like I'll swipe and then I just don't say anything. Or Wait, go it. on the celeb one. Go on Raya. I'm not allowed on that one. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, why? It's a long story, but um, whatever. Because I like basically talked a bunch of shit about the app in general too. But like, I don't even, uh, the dating apps aren't even for me. I cannot pick it out of a photo. But if- how do you meet people? Like when you go out, does that happen? No. I'm not going out, obviously, now. I mean, right. when I run on the west side, though, there's some 
Okay, oh. Leah, we get it. You're active and you jog and you run. Stop, stop, stop. No, I'm really not. I'm just trying lately. But this guy, I mean, this guy, there's so many hot guys on the West Side. Running. I mean, wow. But what are you going to do? They're going to look at you. You're going to look at them. Am I going to stop? Like, it's just too hard. And then, yeah, I was in like a store the other day in a hot Then I'm, He's wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask. I can't fully tell what he looks like. He's tall, dark, and handsome. But like, what if like his bottom of his gorilla is all messed up. I can't see it. Like, but Instagram kind of became like the dating app. I feel like Instagram can totally be a dating app actually, but I just don't have, you don't, they're not, men aren't sliding in. I doubt it. I'm sliding in. Okay. Leah, stop. They're sliding. No, they're not. Oh, I mean, hot gay men are sliding in. So like, be like, we stand you. And I love that, but that doesn't get me anywhere. You really? Know? Listen, I get offended all the time. I'm married, but I, I'm like, no one's lighting. I hear all about this lighting. I don't like post my husband that much. Like, <laughs> what's happening? No one's lighting. Don't feel bad. They're not sliding into my DMs either. So I'm shook. Maybe it's because your relationship with your ex-husband is so... My God, honestly, I was thinking the same damn thing. I'm like, oh, it's great that like now the world knows like it's our great relationships highlighted. <laughs> also the biggest cock blocker in the world, Rob. And now people are not going to want to hit me up because they're going to not want to deal with you or they're going to think we're still boning or some shit. And And like, he he looks so cute. Your relationship with him is really like, cause it's almost like seems too good to be true. Is it really the way it seems? Well, the thing is this, it's like, also we're not dating people. So maybe it's too good to be true because we're not dating people. You think it would get more complicated? I mean, look, this is the thing. When I... Think about Rob having like a very serious relationship with someone and maybe like, I'm not going to be like coming first. Yeah. In a way, then I get like, I don't really like that that much. So why, what's, what's holding you guys from not being together? No, it's just not. Really? Yeah. Just, he's like my brother at this point, you know? So, but look, I do want him to meet someone. I've actually tried to like, know what I've been like, you should hook up with her. Like she's like beautiful and cool and smart. And I try to do it. So look, but I, it's like, I'm fucked up. Like I want to like control, (laughs) like I'm crazy. I know that I'm like, let me find someone to hook you up with who I know isn't going to like try to step on my toes. Yeah. Look for someone who doesn't want anything serious. That's not going to stick around for too long. I just need to know that like, you know, it's going to be someone who's like awesome because I need someone awesome for Kiki. Right. If they're going to be in her life and I need, they need to be awesome. So I get along with them too, because this is like a full on family affair. You Wait, know? And he's involved in your business? No, 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 oh, no. Not at all. He has been in the past. He's been, you know, he's designed for me and everything like that, but he's not really anymore, but it's just a family affair in terms of like, he hangs out with my family, like holidays, Kiki, this, that, just the way we've been doing things. It would be hard to kind of, it wouldn't be hard. It just, it'll be, you know, we'll cross the bridge. Wait, and how many years aren't you together that in so long you haven't? <laughs> Since Kier was like two and she's 13. So neither of you had serious relationships since then? I have. I've had a lot. <laughs> and he was okay with that? He wasn't like okay with it, but I also was like dating like total morons. So. Mm. He was like, not like concerned. He was, he was concerned. Yeah. He wasn't super thrilled with a lot of my choices in men. It's honestly the last thing I'm thinking about is fine. Like, I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Like mm-hmm. I feel very, no, but see when you said I'm married, like that sounds so nice. Like it really <laughs> does. Honestly, no, it does. I, it does. It really does. And 
you know, I'm like, oh, that, that sounds really nice. But I feel like I'm married too to Rob in a way. So yeah, I have, I, he really checks off so many of those boxes for me. Yeah. And you have a kid already. So it's not like you don't. Yeah. You know, I mean, unless like I met someone I was fully in love and they were like dying for a kid. Like I would, but I'd be like, <laughs> really? That make me do that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I would do it. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. Cause I've been, when I've been in love in the past, I've been like, I need to have your baby right now, you know? <laughs> and then when I'm single, I'm like, oh God, yeah. This, it, like, I'm totally out, like, close from Wait, so you had Kira when I'm doing the math right now? 37. Wow. I was 24 going on 25. Yeah. That's cray cray. Yeah, it was totally cray cray. I'm 32 and pregnant, and I feel like a baby. I mean, no, I know. I was totally like a child bride. <laughs> but that's so fun too. Like now that you're like that she has such a young mom and you guys seem like so close and. No, I'm like, thank God I got knocked up like at a young age. Like that was the best thing for me. Then you just got hot again really quickly. And now you're hot for all these years, like Kourtney Kardashian style. Like, mom, have you ever had a glow up? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Wait, you did post an old picture of you that your look was kind of like really edgy. What was that? Was it short hair? They flashed onto that on the show. Oh, I had like a baseball hat with short hair and like, I was very androgynous. Like it was totally like the thing. Like I was like, whatever, like, you don't know if I'm a man or woman, haha, you know? And, you know, I was just, that was like the raver style. Like that was just me. Like I didn't want to conform to anything. You're so cool, Leah, for real. I'm so, I know, really, because I think it's needed, like the little Real Housewives of New York refer. I mean, you could be on probably a lot of different shows and give a nice twist and addition. But I think that for Real Housewives of New York, it was a needed spicerow. And I love you on it. And I know so many other people do. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And thank you for coming on. For having me, I feel like we could just talk all day. I know. Well, we're instant friends. I can't believe it was an hour already. I know. And we're instant friends and we both live in the city. So everyone follow Leah, Leah Mob. Yeah, at Leah Mob. (laughs) Thank you, Leah, so much. And we'll talk soon. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And if you haven't already, rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual hug and kiss and smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you next Tuesday.